What is up, Grunge Bible family? We are pumped up. My name is Ethan Shalloway. I'm here with Chris Salona, and we're here for another episode of the Grunge Bible podcast, where we talk about music, grunge music, whatever we want. Today's going to be fun. Chris, how are we doing? I haven't talked to you in a while on here, on the uh, on the old page in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so it's, it's been, been a, a little while. Yeah, it's it, it's been a couple minutes. So I think um, this is episode 17, and if my math is correct... Uh, I think you were last with us on episode 14. So I went, I went it alone the last couple of weeks and I uh, was talking yeah. some grunge and now I'm happy to be back here. Uh, as, as the great uh, Chris McCandless once said, happiness is only real when shared. So it's nice to, um, nice to have my partner back here <laughs> talking, yeah. some, talking some music, talking some life. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that you took the reins for the two. That was that was really helpful. I was out in the Pacific Northwest. I was in Oregon, and then I went to uh, Washington. I visited the Space Needle, Seattle, where I, I was going to go to Aberdeen. Uh, I was going to drive up, but I had a time constraint. And then I got up there, and my friend also said that Aberdeen. It it literally <laughs> said all. You, there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> all all the only good thing is says when you go when you enter in Aber, Aberdeen it says there's a sign it says welcome to Aberdeen come as you are, and uh, that would have been cool but I didn't do that so, but I was in Seattle so that was great um, and yeah and you were back here holding down the fort and it was two great episodes yeah um, I know uh, that doing it by yourself is not easy did you find it to be easy or hard yeah it was it was really strange um, the first time the first episode that I did on my own since I've never done anything like this before obviously um, yeah I sat down I got about maybe five minutes in and I was like, this is, this is garbage. Oh, yeah. I, need, I need to start over. Um, it's, it's difficult because, um, you know, in, in no other facet of life, do you really just kind of sit down and talk to yourself for 30 or 40 minutes? I mean, you might, I mean, if you do, that's totally cool. Um, we've yeah. all probably been there at one point or another, but uh, you don't monologue in the mirror that often. <laughs> every morning. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was definitely strange, but I think once I realized it's kind of hard to be funny on your own. So I was like, I'm just not going to be funny. Uh, I'm just going to be dry and mundane and boring. But apparently I wasn't. People seem to enjoy uh, the episodes that I did. But uh, certainly, if I had a preference, I would rather uh, rather yeah. rather have, have somebody else in the proverbial studio alongside. So, But it's nice, you know, if nothing else, um, you know, to know that I'm able to do it and apparently that I don't suck at it. So learning, uh, learning new things every day, every week. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to be back. Um, it should be good. I think we're going to keep it pretty casual for the people out there. We're going to talk about, I think we're going to talk about some, and you already, you did road trip songs. So we can kind of see what I was listening to when I was on my travels. I did some hiking. So what music, if you listen to any music while you hike flights, I like talking, thinking about music when you're flying and stuff. So I don't know, we're going to spitball and just kind of catch everybody up. Um, but I think we have some sponsors to thank, like we always do. We absolutely have some sponsors to thank. So the Grunge Bible 5, once again, bringing this podcast into your ears and into your brain. Uh, these are our top five supporters on Patreon. Victor Schaefer, Shannon Gorgone, Alexis Shannon, Sonny Mashburn, and Release. So thank you to you five, as always. Uh, this is the 17th episode that many of you have sponsored, and we're really grateful that we're you know, still able to, able to do this. 17 is starting to get up to the number where it kind of feels like a lot. Um, and obviously it's all relative. I'm sure I'll say the same thing when we get to like 30 or 40 or whatever. And I definitely mm -hmm. said that when we got to eight, but, um, 17 well, weeks, a, a lot of life has happened in 17 weeks, Ethan. 
Yeah. Well, remember when we were trying to do this like two years ago and we did this last did summer. It? Yeah. We, we did an episode oh, yeah. last summer right, and it was, right. it was bad. And I was, I was probably the most sad I had ever been in my life. And it was just, <laughs> it was just the, the big sad was in there full was, force. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff going on and, uh, but it's funny how like, yeah, this is week 17 and, um, it's not, that hard to be consistent, you know, you just got to, you got to make a little bit of time and we thought it would be, I don't know. It just took us a little bit to get started. So it is, it is funny how the time passes uh, once you get moving on this. So who like, knows I, where the time the, goes, who knows where the time goes. So if you're listening out there and you're, and you want to start, uh, maybe it's just, you want to start a page about music like we did or a podcast or something, just do it, just start it and see where it goes. It's the best advice because we could be like 200 episodes in, well, maybe not that many, but you can't get you can't get back the time. Yeah, the best time to start is now. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. So, let's see. Where do we start? I, I wanted to ask you. So, um, yeah, I did. I've been doing a little bit of flying and stuff. And so, when you have a when you have a flight, what do you what do you usually do to pass the time? Are you oh, a man. sleeper? Do you watch a movie, or do you make playlists and then, or do you take time to like you know this is where I'm gonna. I'm going to listen to my, my albums that I've been wanting to get into. Yeah, I, I can definitely say that I've, uh, I've done all of those things. I don't know that I necessarily follow a, a pattern or a routine, aside from a few things, which I'll get to. Um, but usually, I'm usually a music person. Uh, I don't often watch things solely because I always forget to download like movies mm-hmm. or or TV shows or whatever for the flight, and then I get to the gate and I'm like, ah, oh, shit! Like I don't have and anything. You quick try to download it. And yeah, exactly. And it doesn't work. And yeah, just, and then it, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. And you're just like, <laughs> you're like, shit. Yeah. Well, then, and the nice thing too is like I always forget about that, but at least I always have music downloaded. So usually, usually I'm music, and then you know any combination of napping and sleeping. But for some reason, when I'm on airplanes, if I if I sleep, like I always like twitch awake. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. every like you know, every 15 or 20 minutes. And, and I don't like doing that obviously because one, it draws attention to yourself and we like to keep a low profile when we travel, obviously. That's exactly uh, right. We don't, we don't like to bother people. Uh, so I, I feel like that bothers people, but if I'm really tired, I'll, I'll, I'll catch, catch some rest. But usually, usually I'm just a music and, uh, um, get the eyes closed, maybe look out the window or inevitably just like look through my photo album on my phone because I get bored mm. and just listen to music mm-hmm. and watch, watch old weightlifting videos that I have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watch old, old, watch old throwing technique videos. Yeah. We, we've yes. all been there. <laughs> oh yeah. Great time to critique some old, uh, some, mm-hmm. some younger versions of ourselves trying to lift or throw. I like, I like that. That's funny. Yeah. What's yeah, your, do you go, I was going to say, yeah. Do you, uh, if you had a genre, do you, do you, do you step outside the box or do you kind of, do you think that you listen to, Oh man, yeah. usually, Counting usually the whole time <laughs> I am fine. Um, usually it's just an extension of whatever I'm listening to at the time. Um, I did get into this habit for some reason, um, that still, uh, you know, continues, albeit a little bit inconsistently, but for some reason when I got to college and I started, you know, flying more for, um, you know, to and from school or obviously to different track meets and whatnot, um, for some reason, when I was getting off the plane, I would always try to listen to "Night Moves" by Bob Seger. I don't know why. It's just it, it just it it just worked for me. It's like you're getting off late at night, and there's not many many people in the airport. You're just kind of you know the lonesome traveler. You just got some Seger in the in the ears a little bit. But um, yeah, it. usually usually I change it up. Um, sometimes if I'm trying to rest, like I have this uh, I have this playlist that um, that I made maybe five or six years ago now. It's got a lot of like Ray LaMontagne and different things like that. Maybe Amos Lee, 
um, Nick Drake, obviously, uh, David Gray, just some like acoustic driven, more mellow stuff that, you know, sometimes I'll even use at night when I'm getting ready to go to sleep, I'll throw a timer on. So, uh, yeah. that playlist gets a lot of, a lot of airplay when I'm, when I'm in the air. So, uh, that, that definitely happens. But what about you? Do you follow a, um, a strict, uh, um, a, yeah. a, a code of conduct when you're flying or, or what is it? <clears throat> I do. Yeah. I mean, kind of, I've been flying, I've been flying a lot. And so I mean, in the last five years, we've probably flown most than flown more than the average American oh, totally. with, with yeah. our travel, you know, all the time. So, um, yeah, I'm one of my rules. I have a few rules. We have, I think we have a similar rule that we was brought to us by a friend that I want to bring up, but, um, I don't I know sleep exactly on what you're about to say. Yeah. Now I, my rule is I don't sleep on planes. I am, I mean, I don't think it, I mean, I'm a bigger dude. I mean, I'm like six, three, so it's always tight. I'm not, I mean, I'm not like that big, but like, you know, it's bigger than most people, the average human. Oh yeah. L- like, like room's an issue and just, you know, shoulder, shoulder. Yeah. Shoulders. And, is, and like, you know. if I'm in the middle and if I'm, if I'm, I like, I, I'm definitely an aisle person. Cause if I'm on the, the left side or if I'm you know, underneath the, like the curve of the plane by the window, it's nice, but it's not very comfortable. So anyway, I don't sleep because I almost always wake up, um, sore and my neck hurts and it's oh just yeah never and then good. it does more harm than good you know because yeah. you can't move your and neck was, for the next two days yeah. and i always like the idea that i was like well this is three hours that i have to you know sit in one place so i get to be productive in some way um so i do i usually try and download at least one movie that i want to watch but i try to limit myself to like i try not to just watch tv the whole time so i try to bump around and i usually i try to like download a few new albums versus i mean have a bunch of stuff saved but so the uh, Modest Mouse album had just dropped, so I was able to download that one quick. And I had a, a friend recommend, um, what was the band? Uh, Wedding. The Wedding, I think it was. But um, And yeah, so I try to listen to some albums that I've been meaning to get to, and I kind of let them ride. Um, and then I, I've been playing Sudoku a lot. Or however you say it, uh, okay, S- Sudoku or Sudoku. Yeah. I used to dabble in chess a little bit, but oh, inevitably, inevitably the the machine would just kick my ass, and then I'd knock the difficulty down. Uh, <laughs> definitely, I I don't believe in checkers. Um, I, I don't. I think that's a nah. bullshit game. You like you're, totally you're, bullshit. You're, if you're playing checkers. You just gotta you gotta take the it's water wings chance. off, and <laughs> it's all <laughs> chance. chance, Ethan. <laughs> of course, we know we know that well after recent experiences. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. definitely, I I don't often play games on my phone anymore. But you know, I, I'll always that's the only place. Yeah, and 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 the only game that I usually play is chess because most other things you need an internet connection for. But well, I will that's ask another you: thing. Yeah. how the how how the hell does planes? How's the Wi-Fi work so badly? I hate that. I mean, they you have to pay for it and stuff, but they usually offer some in 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 flight Wi-Fi, and it's always trash. Or they offer the free one where you can only access their website. Yeah, <laughs> and you can only use their website to buy things directly from them. It's all it's yeah. all a racket. Don't even, even don't even get me started yeah, on we, airlines. We can't we can't <laughs> let them win. We've been we we've had the wool pulled over our eyes one too many times when it comes to these airlines. But mm-hmm. I do have a question for you related to flying, and this is um yeah you know as as integral to the flying experience as you know as anything else. But where is the best place to sit on mm. a plane? I like this. And this is, uh, I have a very strong opinion on this. And simply, I believe put, we share the same opinion. Simply put, it's the back of the plane. It's the last seat. You got to walk all the way back there. And I have a few reasons, but the main reasons was we had a coach back in Pittsburgh, and uh, he was a badass. And he said, all, all the cool kids are the back of the plane. And we would go back there every time. And um, 
you know, we'd, we'd either book our tickets or we'd trade with somebody, but we'd always end up back there. And it was, it became a thing. It was monumental. And I, the reason I like it, what I, what I always say is you're close to the bathroom, you're close to the stewardess. So if you need anything, you can usually ask them and you can have some conversation there. Uh, I get to see everybody. I don't have anybody behind me. Oh yeah. Which I like. Um, nobody banging on your seat or anything like yeah, that. Nobody no, bang- no toddlers throwing their pacifiers yeah. at you. Like I said, I'm a little bit bigger. So if I want to, if I want to stand up, I stand up and I'm not in anybody. Like if you're in the middle of the plane and you stand up, people are going to be trying to pass back and forth. Yeah. And you're causing a scene. So, uh, yeah. I I mean, I also, I mean, of course you're the last one to to deplane, but like, you know, I'm a patient guy, so I don't really mind. And I'm always, I also, one of my rules is no matter what group I am, if I have a a signed seat, I don't, don't, I'm the last one onto the plane too. I usually, you're one, I usually you're one of those on. guys, huh? I'm I'm gonna I'm in the last one. Shut the door as I'm you know shut the door <laughs> on me as I'm coming through because I don't want to sit on that plane. Um, before we get going, I don't I don't like sitting on the plane because it's, usually the plane's not on. It gets hot, so yeah, it's I'm poorly I'm, ventilated I'm and your your eyes get all dry. But yeah, I to, I totally agree. Um, and and similar to you, the same origin story for why the back of the plane is the best spot, and that's. Because of uh, Coach Adam Bray, yeah. So if you're 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 <laughs> in the back, out. you're in the back of the plane. You're you're flying you're flying Bray class back there. Cool kids mm-hmm. in the back, and I, I totally agree. Breaking and the law, baby. Absolutely, we're you know get the Judas Priest going, maybe a little bit if you don't want to sleep, because obviously you can't sleep through any of that. Any, no. <laughs> any British steel coming at you. Um, but yeah, totally. And and also, you know, once once you're on the plane, like what you said. You kind of have to exercise that patience and it's, you know, it's always an opportunity mm-hmm. to hone that discipline. Uh, That's right. You know, everybody else is getting up. Everyone wants to get off, but you know what? You're here, you know, I'm finishing my coffee. You're Chris. finishing your coffee. I just watched that movie last night. Uh, the big Lebowski. The big Lebowski. Somebody, I, the- I texted somebody last night and told them that I was watching the big Lebowski and they know, um, as, as you know, the big Lebowski is very important to both of us. How, I don't know. They asked me how many times I think I've watched it. Mm. I couldn't full answer. Through? Yeah, full through. Yeah, that's, that's I couldn't tough, answer because you've probably done a lot of intermittent watching, definitely totally. a lot of scene watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, fully through though, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it, it, I, it's definitely over ten. Yeah, I was gonna say probably probably gets on the screen twice a year. Yeah, and it's been about you know been about six years. Like you know, what I mean, it has yeah. to come on probably, probably between like like thirteen and seventeen. I would say. Yeah. If I were to estimate, but that that movie's that movie's very important. It's so good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's incredible. But um, yeah, one last thing. I think you know because when you're when you're on the road on the ground when you're driving, I love like classic rock and um, kind of what you were saying or like you know and, and grunge is great road tripping music. All that stuff is so good. But when you're in the air, I definitely like um, like so Time Cop or the Midnight. Okay, um, it's more like. Uh, it's like atmospheric music and it's like, yeah. it's almost like, uh, like the, the soundtrack to stranger things type mm-hmm. of music that really okay. like kind of, and I love that when you're up in the plane and, and especially if it's a night flight where it's like dark and stuff oh, and you totally. just got the earbuds in, yep. feel like especially you're in a movie. Get some, get some clear skies. Yeah. That, I think that's a prerequisite of traveling. Uh, you know, you have to automatically place yourself in, in some sort of movie scenario and mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely part of the fun of it. Um, and, and I know you, you just did a lot of traveling, as you said, and, uh, you know, the reason for, um, you know, your absence the last couple of weeks is you were competing at the United States track and field Olympic yes. trials. And, uh, um, how, what, what was the experience like? Let's, let's, let's hear yeah. about that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, 
Yeah, so as you guys know, I throw the javelin, and um, so that's the big long spear. Uh, the spear is it's about two two and a half pounds. Um, and this year, yeah, the trials they happen every four years. The Olympics happen every four years, and the top three um, for each country goes that has the standard. But um, I, I did okay. I made the final day. So uh, there's twenty. The top twenty four in the country get to go to this meet, and then you have two days of competition, and then the top twelve are in the second day. Um, so I was able to make the second, um, the second day. So I made the final and I didn't throw that well. So I finished number 10 in the country, number 10 in the U S I was ranked number five going in, um, with Mark, with my Mark. So I didn't quite compete. I mean, it's, it's hard to throw your best. Like it's hard to, cause it's, you know, strictly based on distance. So it is tough to replicate that whenever you most need it. But, um, you know, so I, I didn't perform exactly what I wanted, but uh, I finished better than I did last year um, in the country, and I improved my personal best. So it's pretty great. I was I was really happy. Of course, you know, when you make a long trip out west like that, you want to, you know, maybe perform your best. But, you know, you can't always have your best day. That's what I say. And um, it was great, though. It's amazing being a part of being a part of that scene, the professional scene. There's a lot of people that are just like top of the world. Mm-hmm. Um and that is, it's, it's kind of cool. It's cool to be around. It's definitely really, I actually have two roommates that, um, they both won the men. We have a, a guy and a girl that they won the men and women javelin for the U S. So they're both going to Tokyo. So we have two Olympians under the same house, um, and that train in the same group. So it was a really exciting time. It also felt like a big weight was lifted, even though, uh, we didn't uh, perform the best, I, like me personally, I mean, I guess I did fine, but you know what I'm saying? It was, oh, yeah. uh, you know, two, it was kind of, you know, because it was pushed back because of COVID, it's been like two years and I had moved to Alabama for this one specific weekend, this very specific week. So two years leading up to this moment, you know, and happens like, you know, that in two days. So it was, it was, it was a really interesting experience and one that I'm, I'm really glad I had and I'll, I'll cherish it forever for sure. It's great being out there. It's, um, special. Yeah, absolutely. And and exactly like what you said, you know, knowing you personally, it's that, you know, so many years have gone into this. And when you think about the act of throwing the javelin, I mean, that act in and of itself, I mean, from your run through, you know, to your block to the time you let go of the thing, I mean, it only takes, you know, a few seconds, you know, really when you think about it. So how many hours go into an action that, you know, is is gone like that, you know, and, and, and it's just something that's really interesting to think about. And I think, um, you know, to the, to the uninformed mind, you know, it's like, oh, you're doing the same thing over and over again. Like, how can you not, you know, replicate? But, you know, it's like, if you think about anything that you've done, if you think about the best time you've ever done it, and then you try to do that over and over again, I mean, there's so little room for error. And especially being at that level, you know, surrounded by quite literally, you know, the best athletes in the country and some of the best athletes in the world, um, it's really got to be a, an interesting experience and in just seeing the attention to detail, the discipline and just the talent that goes into that process. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's the easiest thing is to, if you've ever lifted weights and tried to, you know, go for a personal best, you can't, like you have to train to be there. You don't just magically improve your discipline without kind of working towards it, I guess. Um, because that's just like a number, of course, like, you know, if you, if 
if you bake a cake, it can be you know maybe different <laughs> or hard to distinguish which is if it's really that much uh, better or worse. But um, I think I like that. I like the finite side of it. I'm, uh, the, it's a difficulty behind it's it. It's so is, objective. It's it's entirely objective. Yeah. You know, and and yeah. and obviously in day to day life, there there are not many things that are one hundred percent objective. You know, I mean. Yeah. Everything is relative to interpretation, but I mean these Except types of for sports. The only real grunge band, um, it's Mud Honey, obviously. Mud Honey. That yeah, is the only the, finite truth of the grunge world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, if you compare, you know, people try to compare everybody's voices, and it's just impossible. Right? Yeah, there's, because you know? there's there's no there's no <laughs> defined metric, you know, through which to be like. Oh well, clearly Chris Cornell is the best vocalist, and clearly you know, well, Buzz what, well, what, what about what about what about Buzz Osborne? What about King Seriously, and, and that's there's the someone thing. out there that think that thinks Buzz is the best, and, and that's well, the interesting is. thing. Even about like professional basketball or something. I mean, the argument goes on forever. It's like who's the greatest yeah. of all time? You know, is it Michael Jordan or is it LeBron James or maybe it's Kobe mm-hmm. or maybe it's Kareem? I mean, with with these sports where it's entirely objective, it's like who's got the best throw? Whose throw is further than everybody else? And then case closed. It's like that is who the best person is. Um yeah. and and it's really interesting and just, you know, we're in a bunch of different worlds where, you know, the music world, for example, you're never going to be able to answer that question as to who the best is mm-hmm. because it's all subjective. You know, where in, in the athletics world, it's like Okay, whoever squats the most has the best squat. Whoever throws the javelin the furthest mm-hmm. has the best javelin throw. I mean, that's the end yeah. of the discussion. Yep. Except for the people that get into like body frames and body types. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pound for pound stuff. Um Yeah, I I do. I mean, we we've talked about this before and I I love I I mean, I don't like necessarily comparing bands of different genres, but it is it is cool to take like a band's career and then you can pick like where on the timeline that, that like if you talk to them and they'd be like, yeah, honestly, like in 92, like we were just firing at all cylinders. Everybody was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love kind of like, you know, it's the same thing with like basketball. Like, there's yeah, a lot of that is an ana- gener- is analogous generational. to sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, you just have your, your Michael Jordans of certain eras and you have your LeBrons of certain eras and they're different, but they are dominant. And at the end of um, the day, you can appreciate them all just like we can appreciate all the bands and, <laughs> and you don't have to ask grunge Bible who the best is, or you don't have to tell grunge Bible who you think the best is because nobody's, nobody's the best. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So it, it was nice. The season I got, well, I'm going back to Pennsylvania next week. Um, but I, I will, am, I will be there. Yes. Chris and I are going to, um, have a, uh, what should we call it? I don't want to say a reunion. We're going to have a, uh, celebration of life i don't know absolutely we made it through because i think the last time i saw you was last august so it's been about a year nice um, we're usually i mean because because of you know we just don't live near one another we're usually good for about one or two uh you know meetups a year you know at least mm-hmm. for a little bit of time so i'm definitely excited to come down and and see you and you know watch the competition and everything and uh yeah it's it's really strange like as you get older and as you have more experiences in different places with different people, how, you know, you, you have so many people who are so close to you that you don't even really get to see a whole lot. Um, and, and I think it's like, in one way, it's a testament to those people, but also it, it's just a shitty reality of life that like a lot of your closest friends, like you, know, you can't be in every place at the same time, just as they can't be. But uh, it's always, it's always strange to think about. Yeah, it is difficult too. And it's, 
yeah, it's difficult to live close to everybody <laughs> basically. Yeah. yeah and, it then really... you, and then when you travel and meet people, like the idea that at one point you're going to say, move back to home after you go to college across the country, like you move back to home and, uh, there's a good possibility you never see those people from college again, unless you're very determined and like have, but like, if it's like a, it could be an excellent relationship, friendship or whatever, but, uh, it's just so hard that. And once you leave, once you leave the same place, the time goes by so quickly, you know, like for example, we, we, we last lived together in 2015 and we've probably only seen one another, you know, in person, probably what on eight different occasions in, in the last, you know, six, seven years. And, you know, it's funny. So this weekend I'm actually traveling to uh, Philadelphia to see one of my friends that I haven't seen since 2017, you know, so it's like four years there. And then the following weekend, I'll come and see you, you know, and, and, and yeah. some of your friends and your family who I haven't seen since last year. And, you know, it, the, the years, the years tally up very, very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, but that's why I just love being, you know, the cliche, but living in the present, present tense living and being able to enjoy the people you're with. It's so important. Yeah. And being able to be, being able to go on the move. And for me, that's my favorite thing about the summertime and not, not to oh, say yeah. that, not to say that you can't travel in the wintertime, but some summertime traveling is just so much more enjoyable. And I know, uh, last summer, you know, not a whole lot of us were able to do very much traveling obviously because of the coronavirus. But I think this summer, you know, a lot of us are finally able to get out there. And I know, for example, oh, yeah. I, I think I'm traveling, you know, damn near every single weekend this month, you know, to different people. I have some weddings to go to and, and the same goes mm-hmm. for August. But I mean, there's, there's nothing I'd, nothing I'd rather do, do with that. And, and, you know, obviously because there's only a certain amount of hours in the day, I think if it comes to my, my responsiveness and my, uh, investment in the grunge Bible page and just social media in general, I don't spend much time on it during the summertime. <laughs> No, and it's not even intentional. I mean, it's no, it's not. It's it's it is what it is, and it's it happens every summer for us. Mm-hmm. Um, where you just you just there's like a natural, you just yeah, you just get busy. I mean, you know, it's funny because you know it's not like we're teachers or anything like that. Right, <laughs> where we have the whole summer off, but for some reason the the way that people our, our class meets summer. every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's just like a natural thing, which I like. I yeah, mean, I, I, I totally I love, do too. I love this. I love having, you know, four seasons and the, the ebb and flow of the years, you know, could you imagine if we just, I guess if there's no calendar, I don't even know how else like it's, I mean, obviously in some places there's not four seasons, but there's still like a, an internal clock yeah. because of, because of the calendar that was built, um, you know, that uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but exactly. And, and it's funny. So like, we we normally crank out like, you know, between like five and eight posts a day, like, you know, during, especially during the winter time, cause there's nothing else to do. Um, you know, and during the summertime, it's like, Oh, like there's two posts on the page today. That's, that's enough. You know, we'll, we'll get to it tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I really don't, I don't know. Like I always go back and forth on what's better. Um, you know, if people prefer that we're just, you know, posting every like three hours or you know, if we just post once a day, you know, I, I, I don't think, you know, I don't think it makes them appreciate, you know, the music any more or less, but, you know, I certainly, I enjoy the interaction. I think everybody else does, but I'm certainly around less for it in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. I always, it's, it's like, you, I always compare it to like bigger brands and stuff or mm-hmm. 
depends what pages you look at because there's some pages that just kind of spam, but then there's also and that you know that does well for engagement, of course. Yeah, it's not rocket science, but then it's the, some of the bigger bands they get it or bigger celebrities they get away with posting like one post every you know and you kind of starve the people and that does its job too. So I leave them wanting more. Maybe maybe we'll do yeah. that and not post for like a month and not tell anybody. And we'll come you, back. I wonder what people would, yeah, I wonder what, I wonder what you guys would say when we finally post back, like into the flood again. <clears throat> yeah. Probably be, be extremely happy. Yeah. Cause like every single time we've taken a break, because I mean, I think in, in like the five and a half years we've done this, we've taken maybe three breaks for a total of like probably three weeks. Um, but we always, we always tell people. So yeah, I, I wonder if, if people think that maybe, maybe we were gone, maybe, maybe we quit or, or what the deal is. And this goes back to one of the discussions. I think it was in the first Q and A that we did yeah. on the podcast. How do you think the How's it how do you think end? the page is going to end? And honestly, that's what I would you prefer. Change your answer. No, that is what I would prefer. I would just. I think originally I had said that I wanted us to get banned or something. Honestly, just you know, the next day, just radio silence. It's like it's like at the end of Goodwill Hunting when Chucky goes to pick up Will, only <laughs> to find out the Will was gone. No goodbye. No nothing. He he was just gone. Um, I think that's what I would prefer. You know, the only people that knew it was yeah. ending would be, would be us until it was over. <laughs> exactly. And people would be on their seat. Like, or like, when are they going to post again? Not knowing. Yeah. I think, I think people would be fine without us, you know, maybe. I hope so. Yeah. Because that, <laughs> that day will be coming. <laughs> yeah. Probably not soon, but yeah, you never know. Yeah. I mean, we have a podcast now, so we kind of, we kind of have to keep it moving for a while. Mm-hmm. Until until we get to one thousand nine hundred and seventy nine episodes, as I know. I know. I actually before. had someone bring that up and ask about it. I like, can't wait for that episode. All Smashing Pumpkins, which we can do a Smashing Pumpkins episode before that. But can we? <laughs> we talk about how much everybody loves Billy Corgan, the person. He's the most revered um, man in music, um, per the last it. survey with uh, Rolling Stone. No, I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so what else? So what kind of music have you been listening to this last two weeks? Or, oh, man, yeah. So, Or this past weekend or like what? Yeah, so, had a July, July 4th weekend. Yeah, Ju- July 4th weekend. Uh, so, you know, uh, if you're not from the United States, that's the uh, anniversary of American independence. And a nice, usually you get a long weekend out of it. So I, I, got, I had a half day of work on Friday. I had Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. And, and today's Tuesday, the... Uh, the uh what's day the sixth yeah tuesday the sixth so yeah i mean this weekend was was filled with with merriment and uh you know enjoyment of uh different sorts of activities and everything i spent a lot of time outside surrounded by friends and yeah this weekend i i got on a big kick um of just like i don't know what to call it um just like 60s like Oh, you know what to call fusion. it. It's like it's the big beat, man. You know, it's like the big I was the te- big beat. <laughs> I was texting Ethan on uh on Sunday, uh sun- Sunday evening and, and I was trying to explain to him the type of music I was listening to and the only term that I could come up out- with was the big beat. There. I hope there's people out there here hear the big beat and be like, I know exactly what he's <laughs> yeah. talking about. No, most people won't get it, but those who do will get it immediately. And it's just, you the know, big beat. the the big beat, man, that's what it comes down to. You know, uh, it's you just, just text me that there's three words. Yeah. Like, and you were like, what times. is the big beat? <laughs> I was but, like, please tell me. <laughs> and the problem is now I'm struggling to, to explain the things I was feeling at the time, you know, with that music. And, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of it was like, you know, maybe blues fusion rock from like the 60s. So like a lot of like a little, little bit of Hendrix, uh, you know, some like psychedelic ish Van Morrison from earlier in his career. Um, you know, Band of Gypsies, obviously Hendrix. Uh, Buddy Miles, actually, who was Jimi Hendrix's drummer in the Band of Gypsies, has hmm. uh, has some solo work out. I was listening to a lot of his work and it was it was just fantastic. Obviously, you had some Pink Floyd in there, some Credence. Um but man, you know, some, some crazy horse with Neil Young. But I mean, a lot of that music, man, I mean, it, it, for some reason this weekend, I just gained a new appreciation or a heightened appreciation for, you know, just like the drummers and the bassists of history, you know? And I mean, when you come down, music in its purest sense is just that rhythm, you know, that's that constant driving rhythm. And some of these guys, man, uh, you know, they really, they really knew what they were doing. And it just kind of, you can connect with it you know, in such a, such a special way. But yeah, that was, I was really, for some reason or another, I was into music this weekend that was, you know, encapsulated by that concept of the big beat. And uh, I, I think I'll have to share a playlist that I made uh, this weekend that, you know, kind of encompassed the music that I was listening to. Um, and actually one of these songs is my song of the week a little bit later on. So nice. we'll, we'll gain a little bit of window into that, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of, I've been listening to a lot of that stuff lately. And I know, as you said, you, you were traveling around a little bit in the Pacific Northwest in Seattle. What, what were you listening to while you were, while you were making your way traveling all around? Was it the big uh, beat? <clears throat> it was, it wasn't, it wasn't quite the big beat. I, I, <laughs> I, I wish I had that, uh, that, you know, epiphany to understand. Um, it's in it. I, I'm sure I will, but, uh, no, I was listening to see. So when I was doing my travel and some hiking. Um, I, I did find myself, I posted about, it, I, I was listening to some Kurt Vile, um, one trick ponies. That song oh, yeah. was really good. I, I was thinking about making that my song song of the week, but uh, I was doing some a lot of singer songwriter stuff. So not quite classic rock, but the other type of kind of road trip and kind of like, you know, that's just great, great outside music, you know, that's yeah. just great movement music. It's just, it, you know, I, I wanted to, I, I really do like my fast paced music, but I wanted, to, I want to really slow down my time out there. So I was listening to, you know, that type of slower, I mean, Kurt Vile kind of slings at a slower pace um, or, you know, the, the acoustic guitar can be kind of just like drawn out a little bit, yeah, a, totally. a little bit bigger. So I was listening to, um, yeah, a lot of that stuff. I mean, a lot of a lot of vile, um, and I was listening to some Modest Mouse, and I, I, you know, I felt like I was I was a little I wasn't really doing much discovery. I was kind of just hitting the favorites that I've been doing yeah. the last like month and a half. Yeah, I mean, um, at, the, at this I was point, in a new you, setting. Yeah, and you know what you know what you can rely on. You know what you can turn to, and uh, yeah. you know when the time comes and you need that, doesn't take mm-hmm. long. Doesn't take long to find it. Yeah. And then of course, when I got up to, oh, so I was, um, I got up to Seattle and I went, I did the space needle and I went up there and I had to, I, I wanted to go to a, I wanted to go to a museum, um, a grunge museum. There was, um, the one big one. I mean, there's a few, but I didn't, the person I was with, we didn't, he didn't, he didn't want to, and it didn't work out, which is <sighs> unbelievable. <laughs> I know, which is fine. He didn't even want to go. So I went to Mount Rainier and I, I drove around there and I, I hiked to the base of the uh the glacier and um and he didn't want to do that so i did that solo so i went and did some hiking alone and i drove i drove around mount rainier like i drove like pretty much the circumference of the mountain there's like a a big trail or big road and so i'm like driving with just like massive valleys and mountains like alongside and the glacier hanging up and i was i was actually listening to i had a really i had a really big 
moment in the car where I just put on Primus and I turned that sucker away up. Oh yeah. It was, it was incredible. I was just, I, I, I was just getting so amped up, like having a, there was like a cliff right there. And I was listening to, uh, I was, I think I was listening to here come the bastard. I just put on sailing the seas of cheese. Naturally. <laughs> and, I mean, that's and I that's where you gotta to go. <laughs> yeah. And, um, that was great. I did like, I was kind of like amped up. So I was playing a lot of like, I was playing some, I don't know, some deeper music, some yeah. so like more with like a, a pulse to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was, it was good. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of guitar, a lot of guitar work. Like when I was, when we were camping, we were, I put on some, yeah, some more guitar based kind of music and it was, yeah, there's, there's definitely something about just like, being outside and certainly traveling like those two elements can certainly accentuate music a little bit more, you know? And I mean, for example, I mean, I think everybody listening to this podcast right now probably really enjoys, you know, driving down the road with the windows rolled down, listening to music. So I I don't know if it's just a combination Mm -hmm. of like vitamin D from the sun and like all of the colors that makes the music, you know, sound a little better, just the warm weather. I don't know what it is, but you know, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to beat, you know, especially, especially if you're sharing, sharing it with people, uh, you know, that you're fond of that, you know, are taking part in that experience with you. But it sounds, sounds like it was a really quality trip. It was, it totally was. It's, and, uh, yeah, one, it's like you go out there and I was, um, was there for a business trip for the first half. Then I had a few days where I had like a lot of flexibility. So I ended up staying out an extra few days and, and pushing it back and, uh, it was like I was traveling and it's funny cause I think travel is different than vacation sometimes. Cause like, totally. it wasn't, it wasn't stressful, but I was doing so much and trying to like, you're trying to take advantage of all your time. So it's like you finish and I was like, I was, I, it was a lot and I was ready to come home and, and chill out. And I'm, I'm excited to go to the beach for the week at the end of August and just like decompress like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, I love traveling and seeing new things and definitely, uh, you know, it's, I'm always reminded that it's not as hard as you think. And a lot of people like they want to do this stuff. And it's like, you know, it's, you know, don't make it harder than it is. Sometimes yeah. it just takes, it just takes buying the plane ticket and you figure yeah, something out just, later. Yeah. Pull that initial trigger and then things will, things have just, to fall into place eventually. Yeah. And just be know. open to, open to the ideas. I mean, yeah, it was great. There was some great bodies of water out there. It was good. Yeah. It sounds like, Sounds like it's uh, certainly your element, something that you would enjoy. And I, I got to get out there uh, at some point or another. Joshua Tree? We have I, to go? I think we have to. Yeah, we've, we've been talking we about the Joshua to, uh, Tree for a long time. And then we'll listen to you too when we're out there. Yeah. <laughs> With, Wait, what was the song that, uh, that was like the theoretical uh, cutting down the Joshua Tree? Fly? Oh, oh that, wasn't, that, wasn't that something off of Octung Baby or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just talked. <laughs> yeah, one one of the songs. Uh, I, I forget like, which one, but we spoke about that on the class of ninety one episode that we did. Uh, we'll have to listen to that one out there. Maybe maybe even cut down. On, no, we can't cut down a Joshua tree. We can't damage the environment like that. We'll get in a lot of trouble. Nor 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 do we believe in that kind of thing. But um, at least at will, least symbolically, it's symbolically in our what, the Joshua tree that we need to cut down in our life. We will. At we that will. Moment. It's been a long time coming. Um, absolutely. But if you're listening to this podcast still and, and you've enjoyed what we've been doing so far, um, and you want to support us in any way, you can head over to grungebible.com as we've been speaking about 
uh, you know, for the last several weeks, uh, we have some links there, the Patreon page, which is the most direct, easiest way to support us. There's uh, three different levels with which you can choose to support us. Um, additionally, we have merchandise available at gr- uh, grungebible.com. The links are there to our merchandise page. And then also, um, really appreciate just streaming the podcast, listening, downloading, commenting, rating, all of those types of things really do a lot to help us. So, uh, you know, we've got a lot of consistency going so far. We haven't missed a week yet. Uh, despite all odds, here we are, uh, 17 weeks of podcasting and 17 episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So we're really, really excited for that. And as we said at the beginning of the episode, Ethan, really happy to uh, have you back in the fold after a couple of weeks away, but really, really, mm-hmm. uh, you know, happy for you and, and and glad that you're able to have some really good experiences competing and just, you know, spending some time, you know, having some different experiences. I think at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And that's a hell of a lot more important than, than dumb podcast on the internet. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it definitely is important to get out there. Also a uh, shout out to our, our buddy Drew McFadden for uh, sticking in there and, and editing our podcasts every week. Absolutely. Uh, he's been on, he's been on two, two pods earlier this. Do we have him for yeah, two or just the yeah, one? Yeah, we've had him on for two so far with a, with a third one coming. So, yep. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get him back on here so you can kind of, you guys can um, get to know him a little bit more. Absolutely. So, so before we wrap up, uh, let's get into some song songs of the week. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to, I was going to segue into that cause I had my song of the week came on my travels and it was oh, something yeah. that, um, that's you know nothing, not too new. But I was actually listening to a podcast with uh, Bill Simmons, and okay. he had on um, uh, lead singer for Counting Crows, uh, Adam Duritz. Duritz. I love Adam Duritz. I love <laughs> him had, so much. Yes, he had Adam Duritz on, and it was a long podcast, and they talked about a lot of stuff. And um, but he went into detail about it was it was it was like I think it was Bill's favorite song, but it was Mrs. Potter's Lullaby. And he went into the, how it came about and he was in like in LA and was writing about, um, the girl from friends, right? Oh yes. Um, was it Jennifer Aniston? Did they date or was it Courtney Cox? I think it was, he might've dated both Courtney. of them. Yeah. I, I think, I think he, he did. So apparently like we weren't, we weren't alive obviously <laughs> to be conscious of apparently Adam Duritz in the nineties was like one of the most eligible yeah. bachelors in yes. Hollywood, which that's it. Um, that's I, it. I don't get like, like, like <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I, I don't, I don't get that, but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm super happy for him. I mean, well, that's, that's pretty cool. You, I say, well, can you sing and song write the way he can? That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't write, I, I didn't write colorblind. I didn't write recovering think, the satellites. Maybe it was Aniston, but he said like they were, they were at a party and like he said that he like had loved, loved the show and like wrote, the song yeah and she like was in the studio and like listened to him sing it one time and she's like blown away so then he like she came to the piano and he sang it to her like another two times and they recorded it right there or something and yeah they started dating like soon after so something that's, ridiculous that's, that's, or, yeah. that's a good origin story he, yeah it was pretty good he just like wrote it for her. so naturally i was like i just downloaded it and then like listened to it kind of non-stop and it was it was really, it was a you know it was just great because it's it's like a seven eight minute long song yeah I think so it was great so that's my song of the week some good old Counting Crows oh yeah um it was just a just a great story I love backgrounds on stuff like that so it was sweet it definitely gets my seal of approval the uh, large oh, Counting Counting Crows fan that I where am does, where does that song uh, rank for you do you oh, have an opinion surprisingly a opinion on it? um 
I like it. It's I don't think I would place it even in my top ten of of Counting Crows yeah. songs. Uh, for me, I mean, the Counting Crows in my head have a, have a monopoly on the big sad. So you know, a lot a lot of my favorite Crows songs are a little bit a little bit more sad. I think uh, their album their album the Hard Candy album just uh, had a birthday. I think two or three days ago. So I think that came out around one or something like that but that's that's another good one but yeah you'll never you'll never you'll never see me complain about a, a counting crows <laughs> song of the week uh so how about you chris i think we're going back to the big beat for we this one, we are going back to the big beat so um i'm i'm having a difficulty explaining what it is but if you listen to this song you will know exactly what i'm speaking about and i, and I spoke about this individual a little bit earlier uh, when I was talking about some of the music I was listening to this weekend, and it is uh, one of the keepers of the big beat, uh, Buddy Miles, uh, formerly the drummer of uh, Jimi Hendrix's Band of Gypsies. Uh, in 1970, he came out with an album called Them Changes, and one of the songs uh, off of that album is called Dreams. And uh, it's just this really, really great fusion of just like a little bit of blues, a little bit of funk, a little bit of jazz. And I mean, he was such a talented drummer. And, you know, got a great voice. Just It's just like, I don't even know. It's like if Jimi Hendrix's music and James Brown's music had a baby and it was just super funky and just super awesome. Uh, but yeah, Dreams is is my song of the week from Buddy Miles. Uh, in fact, as, 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 as soon as this episode's over, as soon as we close up shop, I think I'm, I'm going to listen to it again. <laughs> I'm going uh, to listen to it on my drive to the gym later today. It's going to be, it's going to be really good, but, um, that, that is, that would be a good baptism into, uh, into what, what the, the big beat is. So I cannot wait. I'm going to, I'm going to do the same as soon as we it's, get off here. I'm going to put the it's, headphones it's, in. It's really important. You'll, you'll understand Ethan. I, I know you will. Uh, and I hope I hope a lot of a lot of you listening out there will as well. So that's that's my song of the week. Uh, awesome. I like I like my song of the week, obviously, since I chose it. I really like your song of the week uh, since it's Counting Crows and another uh, two good submissions. Absolutely, and another good podcast to boot uh, our seventeenth one. That's amazing. So that's great. I mean, we'll be back same time next week. We'll get this up. Uh, and then we're gonna we'll post the songs of the week. I think we got we're just hitting dingers every week with those. Absolutely. I mean, we're, Bat, we're batting a thousand. We don't miss around these parts. And it's very diverse. I love it. I, I'm I'm happy to close that close out the show with that every time. So, right any last words, Chris? For uh, no, that's that's about it. Uh, other we got than a, everybody's got a four day weekend or four day week in the states. Yeah, so which is something something to really be happy about. Always and I, good. I have a three and a half day week. I'm I'm taking a half day on Friday so I can an early trip down to uh philadelphia <laughs> to go visit some friends so oh yeah so, summertime summertime's for for this kind of stuff so uh you know i i know both of us were having some some pretty good summers so far and i hope everyone listening is having a a great summer so far and that Best you're finally ever finally getting the chance to do some of the things that you've wanted to do and if there's anything that yeah. you're thinking about doing but you're not sure you should you do should it. go and do it you should do yeah. it make it happen absolutely Take a chance why not, it's all man? All chance. <laughs> all righty. Well, I think that'll do it for this week. Uh, episode seventeen is in the books, and uh, we will speak with everybody next week on episode eighteen. So, thank you once again for listening. We're really thankful for your time and, and grateful that you're following along with us on this podcasting journey. Be safe out there, and remember to rock and roll. See you guys. Take care, everyone. See you later. <laughs>